0: show i am your host mckyon and as you can see today my amazing guest ross is not here unfortunately her mom has passed this prior saturday night and so she will definitely be taking a leave to be able to deal with all the things of, you know the family matters and everything so right now i just want to take a moment of silence just you know a to send up a prayer for our girl Roz. So thank you guys and thank you Roz. We love you here at Voxwave and we are thinking of you and as I told you yesterday when I talked to you, if there's anything that you need to do, please make sure that someone contacts me to be able to let me know anything that I can be able to assist you with and I love you and take care of your whole family and your sister and you know we are definitely wishing you the best and you have our deepest condolences so guys you know when we start to show off we always do our girl chat so I am definitely gonna stay in line with that um, this weekend I had an amazing weekend I had went up to Plymouth meeting Pennsylvania on Friday. Um, Saturday I did an amazing vent with Pure in Heart Ministries. This was like my fourth time, my fourth year going up there, and we always do an amazing event for teen girls, we bring them together and we just, you know, pour into them, teaching them all about self-esteem and, you know, definitely with doing my piece on teen dating violence. And we also covered bullying this um, this year, and um, we had young girls that just came from across the country. I met some young girls from out of Chicago. I met some from out of the New Jersey area, of course, um, Pennsylvania area, and also the um, Virginia area. And so I was excited. The young ladies were amazing. Um, it's so amazing that when I always go into a room of young girls, how you know they come in and they kind of be all shy, not knowing one another. But I tell you, when once they leave. Because they come in, they spend the night together, and then when they leave, guys, they don't even want to leave. They, you can see the changes in their face. They are so happy that they have met a new friend. And even just, you know, to learn something different. It's, it's always so amazing to me about um, just the things that they are so open to share. And that's why i always try to tell parents you know if you really want to know what's going on with your child you must sit down and communicate with them they want to talk to you they want to express everything that they're going through but if you don't make that environment a safe environment they're never going to speak up and it's important for them to speak up because they are dealing with so many things they are dealing with teen dating violence, they are dealing with bullying. And we know the stats on those things. They are not looking good, guys. And so for your children's benefit and for your benefit, please get back to having those conversations at your dinner table and stop accepting just Everything is good. My day was okay. You know, go deeper than that. You know, have some questions that you would like to ask them. You know, just to be able to open up that means of communication. So I just want to thank um, Dr. Paulette Jones of uh, the CEO of Pure in Pure Heart Pure in Heart Ministries. I'm sorry, but I'm always thinking of me and also one of my partners, um, Lakita Thompson from the National Association of Mothers and Daughters United. Um, Just want to thank them for always thinking of me, you know, when they're going to put on this event to be able to come and pull into the lives of our young girls. So definitely want to thank them for that. And also, guys, this Sunday, oh my goodness, I was in another production. Yes, it was at the um, Covenant Baptist United Church of Christ down in, um, on South Capitol Street in Washington, D.C. And they had a production entitled Jesus Save." And basically what it was, it was about um, a woman. The storyline was that a woman was um, living in D.C. and she was operating a safe home without the proper credentials. And so she was basically on trial. The city was trying to shut her down. And so they had asked me to come in to be a witness and to be myself and to share my story of domestic violence. And when I tell you guys it was powerful, it was another woman there who shared. She was a witness, and she shared her story. And when I tell you, it was people in it. They was crying. It wasn't a dry eye in there. And it really brought to the forefront, Of really what's going on you know a lot of times people don't understand how important safe houses are but when you are in a domestic violence relationship and you have to make a decision if you're gonna leave your abuser and you don't have anywhere to go and a safe house is the only thing that you have I'm telling you you need, we need those safe houses. We need more safe houses. And it was even someone, a part of the production who was giving real stats in D.C. And for how many women and children and men who are victims of um, abuse, we don't even have enough safe homes to be able to um, cater to the need that everyone that needs that. It was only 12 safe homes in D.C. Only 12, only 12. And we have massive people that are looking for a way to escape. So in saying that is that we know that this month is Domestic Violence Awareness Month and that if there is someone out there that you may know that may be suffering in silence, there is a 1-800-Hotline that you can call and they will be able to provide resources to you in any state. 50 states across the United States, they will be able to help you and put you in contact with a resource. So that telephone number is 1-800-799-SAFE. And so I also just want to share some things because you know a lot of times people always ask me, well how do you know when someone loves you? And you know sometimes that may seem like like a simple question. But it, it's really not because it depends on what people view love as, you know. So it, 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 it really is a question to be asked. And so what I do is that when someone asks me that, I go to the Word of God because in the Bible, it tells, God states what love is. And so it states that love is patient, love is kind, It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. And so one time I was speaking somewhere, and when God had gave me this um, Bible verse to relate to the people that I would be talking to that day, I had told them that if you want to know if you're, the relationship you're in and if your mate is love, everywhere in that scripture when it says love, you should replace it with their name. For instance, I'm going to say my significant other name is Bob. So I'm going to look at that Bible verse, and I'm going to say, Bob is patient. If I can't say Bob is patient, then Bob is not patient. If I can't say Bob is kind, then Bob is not kind. So therefore, it tells you that you are not in love, and that Bob does not love you. So... That was very huge for me because a lot of times we grow up and different things look like love, and a lot of times love looks like gifts, you know, because of things that people can provide for us. And that's what got me caught up in my domestic violence situation is because of me, instead of me watching the actions of my significant other, I was more concerned with the makeup. I was more concerned with the gifts. I was more concerned with me trying to save him or help him. You know, that nurturing thing in me as a woman wanted to protect him. So all the abuse I went through, I lied about it because I didn't want nobody to tell me to leave him alone. And then I really didn't want nobody to tell me, I told you so. So I kept hiding it, hoping that he would get better, but it never got better. And in doing this work, I found out that it will never get better without help. And it took me a long time to realize that. And the day I did realize that it would never get better was the day when ultimately I end up stabbing him and was arrested. And in that jail cell is when I said to myself, this is not my life. And I had to get help. And the best thing that the judge did for me that day was sentence me to 14 weeks of anger management. And when I went through that course, I found out all what I was bringing to the table because I wasn't perfect. Everything that he was bringing to the table, I was bringing to the table right with him. And I found out that I had a lot of issues inside of myself. I found out that I had abandonment issues. I found out that I had um, issues of feeling unloved and rejected because my dad had walked away. And all these things I'm carrying around and I'm trying to be in relationship with a man. But in actuality, I didn't even have respect for men. I had no respect for them. Every example of them was in a bad situation. You know, I seen them abusing, cheating, belittling, leaving women. And I said to myself, I wasn't going to be her, but still trying to be in a relationship. And it didn't work. It didn't work because I started settling. And you know what happens when we settle. We'll start taking on any and everything. Thinking that, oh, this is all I'm going to have. This is the best I'm going to get. Well, at least he provides for me and he take care of the kids. But what that got to do with him disrespecting you and abusing you? Because a person, a, a person can be a great father, but that don't mean they a great husband. And believe me, don't ever stay just because for your children. One day your children are going to grow up and leave. And you're going to wake up and you're going to say, how did I get here? What has happened to my life? And nowadays, that's only if you make it out. Look at the news that how many women stay and never make it out. That they are killed in their abuse trying to say for their children and I remember I met a young girl and her mom years ago and we were discussing this and her daughter was expressing to her that mom I seen all the abuse you went through you thought because I was in my room I didn't know what was going on but children in their room you don't live in a a soundproof home when they go to their room, what you think they're in, business as usual, playing their game, watching TV? No, they sit in their room, quiet, listening to everything that's being said by the adults. She said, Mom, I heard all of that. And so her mother looked at her and she said, you know, I just wanted to give you something that I never had. I didn't grow up in a household with my father and I wanted you to have your dad in the home. And the daughter looked at her mother and she said, I wish you would have left. She said, because me watching you and the way dad treated you, I hated him. Her mother just started crying because she thought that her daughter did not notice any of those things that she was going through with her husband at the time. So we gotta think about that. Children see everything. And in domestic violence, we all know they are the silent victims. Did you know that boys that witness domestic violence in their household as a young child is twice as likely to grow up and repeat the same behavior. And what about girls? Us as mothers, we teach our daughters how to stay. Because remember, they listen to what we say, but they're watching what we do. Because your actions speaks louder than words. So if you on this hand saying, oh, no, this is not good for me, I know he's this, he's that, she hears that, but then you still stay, and then you go back to your honeymoon. The honeymoon phase of your relationship, and she sees you all laid up with them and smiling and everything, like nothing ain't happened. She sees you get gifts. You may have got a new car. You may have got a new wardrobe. You know, they upgrade your ring, you know, all those things. And so you teach her how to accept gifts for her mate's bad behavior. Those are the things that we got to change. That day is over. Sitting in silence is over. It is so many programs out here now and resources that can be able to help us now. It ain't like how it was back in the day where everything that happens in the house stays in the house and we just sweep everything under the rug. Uh-uh, we can no longer do that. The trauma, the trauma, the trauma that people are carrying are, are, are really now spilling out into the streets and the schools. You can't hide it no more at home because it's spilling out into the streets and the schools. So guys, if you're in... unhealthy relationship and you know you're in an unhealthy relationship you have to get help and one thing about it never tell your abuser that you're going to leave never make that mistake most women when they tell the abuser that they're going to leave, because domestic violence is about power and control. And you know how it is when somebody about to lose their control over you, that makes them go crazy. And so what they do, they start talking about, oh, ain't nobody gonna have you. I'm gonna kill you and me. And these days they even killing their own kids. They even killing their own kids. So you got to stop thinking that it ain't going to happen to you and that, oh, he won't do this. If he got a gun and you know he got a gun, believe me, he will use it, especially if he told you that he will. And fellas, I'm talking to you too, because I also meet women who have stabbed and shot men and killed them as well. It's men in the ground too from, being, from staying too long in a domestic violence situation. You have rights just as well So On November the 9th guys The Lakeisha Brown Foundation And also my girlfriend's house We are having a mother and daughter brunch This brunch is geared towards Mother and daughters coming together To be able to have this conversation And guys when I tell you We, we, I meet young girls as as young as 11 years old that's being abused in relationship with young boys 11 and 12 years old. Putting their hands around their necks, smacking them, pinching them, pushing them, all those different types of things. And statistics says that if a child, well really a grown woman, if they are experiencing that type of abuse, Before they come and tell their parents, they're going to tell a friend of theirs. So you have to be able to sit down with them and have this conversation without being judgmental, without pointing fingers. And so this brunch will be able to help you start the conversation. You can bring your daughter out, and you can come out. It's only $30. It's going to be an amazing event. We have the amazing queen of fees. She's going to be there. She's going to be our host. And y'all know her story. She's an amazing advocate. We're going to also have a young girl who um, at 21 years old, she was shot in the face by her boyfriend. Thank God she is still alive to be able to share her story. She's going to be there. It's going to be some amazing people there that day to be able to help us get this message out there. So if you would like to buy tickets, if you have a a, um, girl mentoring program and you want to get them out, you can go on Eventbrite and go to Just Between Us Girls Mother and Daughter Brunch 2019. Just Between Us Girls Mother and Daughter Brunch 2019 on Eventbrite. So guys, please, this is a serious matter. Please don't take it lightly. Please don't think that it can't happen to you and your children. Because it would be a sad thing if one day you get that call and someone's telling you that something has happened to your child. Let's educate them. Let's bring more awareness to this. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we have an amazing guest here in the studio. We have Mr. Earl Haw- Hawkins here. He is the president and CEO of Faith Works Gear. And y'all see these amazing hats here? We got one for domestic violence, we got one for breast cancer awareness. Guys, he is in the studio. And so when we come back, we will have him here at the desk. We'll be right back. You're watching the McGillian Show.
1: Y'all ready to move a little bit here? It's hey. been a long time, Eo. Hey, I watch a Margaret. We wanna start off in cruise control for you, baby. A nice and easy fella. Ah. Gonna do this for all the sexy aquariums in here. Happy birthday to your baby, let the pocket watch here. Happy birthday to Miss Sabrina. Yes, yeah, right, baby. what you say, baby? I'm coming to you. And Mr. Danny got a birthday. Happy birthday to your daddy. What you got for me, baby? A big car. Happy birthday day to big car, watch the pocket watch here. And Lauren got a birthday. It's coming from the sexy Troy to smooth Troy. That's right. That's right. Shout out to all the sexy Aquariuses in here. All right. Hey, Donna, what the fuck will do to work, huh? He's a born of Cherie. Sweet Cherie, baby. Yes, indeed. Hey.
0: As you can see I have the amazing Earl Hawkins right here at the desk so what I'm going to do I'm going to read you his bio and then we're going to get right into this discussion so Earl Hawkins was born in Southeast Anacostia section of Washington DC's Ward 8 graduated from Dunbar Senior High School and attended Howard University on a full tuition swimming scholarship received a bachelor's degree in business administration from Everett University in Danville, Virginia. He worked as a lifeguard water safety instructor and he is currently employed at the General Service Administration with the federal government. He served a 10-year federal prison sentence for drug conspiracy. After returning to society, he worked as a residential youth counselor for an organization called Alternative Solutions for Youth. He is a member, a deacon, and trustee at the St. Paul Christian Community Church located at 414 Tennessee Avenue Northeast. He is the founder and CEO of the Faith Wheel Works Clothing Line Ministry and Movement. He is also the owner of the registered trademark Faith Works Gear. And he loves to share his testimony whenever and wherever he can. Welcome, Earl. What's happening, yeah, how are you, I am doing amazing, I am doing amazing. Thank you so much, so much for joining us here today.
2: You're welcome,
0: you're welcome, it's a blessing. It yes, it yes, it is, yes it is. I was like, man, I've been knowing Earl a long time, long time. y'all, and when we got connected back on Facebook, and I seen all the amazing things that he is doing. I was like, wow, that's right, Earl. <laughs> but it fits your personality.
2: That's right. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, From yeah, knowing yeah, yeah, him
0: yeah. back in the day, yeah, yeah. it fits his personality. He was always there, you know, being compassionate and loving towards everyone. And what you're doing, it just lined up with what God always had for purpose for
2: you to do. And likewise, it's funny, just like you said, how far we go back from like we spoke earlier, the capital in the day. Yes. And Miguel um, didn't say much, but when she did speak, it was always powerful. And mm. it's just like, you know, especially in Anjuka Joan, it was crazy. <laughs> so when you had something to say, you was on point. So mm-hmm. this is, I'm so proud of you. It's just a wow. blessing, just how God used you. This is what Faith Works is about. It's like, Things we may go through, mm-hmm. positive, negative, what have you. God can take what the devil intended to kill us and make it a blessing. Mm,
0: I'm telling you because I wasn't supposed to be here. I know I know the enemy thought he was gonna take me out with the death of my daughter. I knew, mm. I know he did. But God is so good. What? God Come is so on. good. And He Come will on. definitely take a tragedy yes. and turn it around and show you your purpose in that. Come on. And one yes. of my friends from out of North Carolina, she had she broke that down for me. Um, so shout out to Antonina Griffin if she is watching. She had told me, she said, you know what? You have your birth date. But now you got your purpose date. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that. She said, now you know what you was born for. Good Lord, that's what I'm And it's amazing that she said that because I remember when I was going through my walk of all, what I was going through, and I was crying out to God. And I was like, you know, I felt as though the generation before me had let me down. I'm like, well, why couldn't they get it so I wouldn't have to go through these things, right? Mm -hmm. And God showed me and he told me, he said, well, you was born for this. That's it. You know what I'm saying? It's so amazing how you would think that it's supposed to be someone else's job to do something. And God like, no, because everybody that's born into this earth has a purpose. There
2: you go. That's the truth right there.
0: And so when he broke that down to me, I said, okay. And that's when I was more willing to accept my role and what I had to do. (laughs) Because when he told me that I would be in pulpits and going to churches and talking to apostles and bishops, and I'm like, who, me? (laughs) Go tell them
2: people what? Right, right. But that's what the God we serve does. And it's right there. You were saying something earlier in your in your opening, your girl talk, which was so powerful. Really, everything you said. Thank you. But me. when you say when people ask you what, you know, how do you know you're in love? Mm-hmm. And it's something you said the exact same thing that I have said through knowing the word, those instructions. Mm-hmm. People, I, I don't get into it with people in the in the. the the, the the muddy the muddiness of the bible mm-hmm. the, the, the christian and jesus and all this and other let's not let the enemy the, we let's have this conversation mm-hmm. and get some understanding because it's instructions
3: mm-hmm.
2: we can't we can't open and, and we can't open the gift for a loved one during christmas time birthday time whatever time and not read them instructions and think that 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 bicycle or that gift gonna work correctly. Mm, it's just not now. gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And it is it's 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 this is what we're talking about, this walk we're on, this faith walk. Mm-hmm. Because the scripture says without faith it's impossible to please God. Impossible. And that's where it starts. Miguel, you touched on so much as far as purpose. I didn't know outside of athletics, you know I was a swimmer. I grew mm-hmm. up a swimmer outside of athletics i in my own mind didn't have a purpose Mm -hmm. not realizing that god did create me for a purpose Mm -hmm. so outside of athletics i just was doing whatever whatever and as i grew um older and um thinking i didn't have a purpose but not realizing i should be you know walking in because i grew up in i grew up in the church so you know those teachings of sunday school and the whole nine they were always there Mm -hmm. but it's like if, you, if you're not honing in on, or at least some idea in school, teachers would ask you, you know, what you want to be. I never really had an answer what I wanted to be. I mm-hmm. wanted to be so much that the enemy had me thinking, well, you want to be too much. You can't be nothing. Wow. Now, that's true. Come on. That's true right there. And going through <laughs> Get my, you so confused. Exactly. And that's what the enemy, it's my people suffer for lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And he said, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. It's like. It's not only physically, it's spiritually, mm-hmm. and it's mentally. If you're not careful, and you get, you know, caught up in, I can't do this. But what I see, as far as my my story in the streets, I can do that because that's what I see. Mm-hmm. Most of the cats I know hustling, they they complaining about it when they come talk to me about it. I'm giving them I'm giving them ideas and ways to do it better, like. Then I had to show him. Mm. And that's the, the devil is the best deceiver Mm. Mm. that's ever walked the earth now, let's be clear. Yes, he is. And I slid into that nonsense of the street and by the grace of God, because as you know, because we go back, it's buddies of mine that ain't living. Mm -hmm. It's buddies of mine through that nonsense of the street that's not living. And God spared my life through just understanding and knowing that even though i went left it was just some things i wasn't going to do mm-hmm. like i'm not going to do that mm-hmm. that ain't even you know i'm not going to disrespect my family my mom my grandmother back when they all were living and those teachings those those instructions was in me mm-hmm. That are like that's that's crossing the line right mm-hmm. there even yeah. though i was already across the line
0: absolutely but i'm so glad you bring that up because in this day and time you know it's like the streets has just totally changed Ooh, you know nan my. it's like you know it back in the day where Things wouldn't happen to your parents, to children, to elderly people and things like that. But now, anything can happen to anybody. They have no sense. I have read an article about three um, weeks ago about a woman. I can't remember in what city. But she had her um, 16-year-old. They were out. She was teaching him how to drive. So he behind the wheel. So it's an aggressive driver in a van. He tries to go around them or something and end up hitting them in the back, hitting them, you know, swiping the car. And so they end up stopping. And so the mother jumps out the car look at the car, and she goes to the driver. She was like, you know, what is going on? You crazy, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, the young son says that the driver said, B, I'll kill you. Pulled out a gun, shot her point-blank range, in the head killing her in front of her 16-year-old son
2: man that's real Wow. i'm
0: like are you serious like is th- th- this is what it has come to yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: and yeah.
0: that's what i was talking about yeah. earlier when i was talking about the trauma we got so many people in pain mm. and that's hurting right and they not getting the help that they need
2: exactly
0: and it's exactly. spilling out into the streets
2: you took the words on my mouth spilling right out in the streets you know no more compassion no more thoughtfulness no more like let's not even go as far as love because that you have to build that mm-hmm. but just like we saying just like compassion for another human being yeah like that's another human being yeah. that could have been you know somebody you know that did that act to one of your loved ones yeah. but you have no understanding you you got that upset Sadly, that, that pain that's within you, that mm-hmm. spirit is you and mm-hmm. I know, because we talking spiritual, let's mm-hmm. be clear. Mm-hmm. We know we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Right. It's those spirits that's within yeah. that you got that upset that you had to actually, you know, do an act, commit an act of murder or just bring harm to somebody. And that was how your it was fault.
0: You went around (laughs) never aggressively. She was in her car trying to teach a 16-year-old. We've all been that 16-year-old child trying Mm. to learn. We know how fearful it is and scared. And it amazes me to this day how I see people in this city, in D.C., in Maryland, blowing at the cars, get out the way. I mean, it's just
2: crazy. Crazy. No patience, no peace. No
0: patience, no patience, no peace at all. And it's just so sad with what a society of people that we have become. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important for people like us who know the Word of God. You know, right, sometimes right. It, it wasn't cool to talk about
2: God. Right, right. You know, right,
0: you only going right. talk about God yeah, at church.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't
0: yeah, bring them yeah, to the job. Yeah. You couldn't talk about them in school. They right. took them out to school. Right. And and look what we have come to. Look
2: what we've come to. You're exactly right. And this is what we're talking about as far as, one, a foundation. Two, that peace. Again, everything, every for every natural law is a spiritual law that governs Mm -hmm. it's about learning and understanding that it's just it is what it is as they say you can't really get around what actually is going on in the world Mm -hmm. because it's beyond us we don't wake ourselves up i had a conversation with a, a guy you know a few weeks ago that you know you go you go you and i know you know this we we always get Either we're getting tempted or we're getting tested. Mm-hmm. God ain't going to tempt mm-hmm. us. It's scripture. Mm-hmm. The test will come. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But somebody, you catch, people always got something to say about, well, what about this and what about that? And Why, why did God allow it? You know, you need to get in these instructions and understand that we blame a lot of things on, on, on God that God ain't got nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. And we also blame a lot of things on the enemy, Satan, mm-hmm. that he ain't got nothing to do yep. with. Because we got there. free will. Yeah. Some of that stuff is us.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's like you you, you get into these conversations, and I don't want to say debates or anything. My, my gift, praise God, is teaching. Mm-hmm. And I'm always just willing to share, like you read in the bio, and because I'm, you know, studied enough to where I got some word in me. And you never get, you know, all the way there. This right. this, this faith walk is a journey. journey.
0: There you go. That's that word, journey. Yeah. It's a journey. And it's a lifelong journey.
2: Right. And I tell people all the time, well, you know, from what I'm getting from you is, you know, if there's no if, if there's no greater being or creator, do me not do me a favor, but don't wake up tomorrow mm-hmm. like on your own. Mm-hmm. Today is Monday. Wake back up Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then we come have this conversation. You can't do that mm-hmm. because it's something greater than you mm-hmm. that is giving you this mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it starts there with understanding mm-hmm. that it's something greater than us that has given us life, why we're here, that purpose we're talking about. And like you said, people like us that know the word because the building is just the building. We the church when we walk in it. That's right. People don't understand that's right. that. It's always why the church this, why the church that. Okay, you talking about the people, you talking about the building because it's actually the people. It's the people.
0: It's the people. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: yeah, right, it's yeah, the people. Yeah, so I commend you and your partners at what you all are doing for the causes that you're doing it for because somebody got to do it. And it takes a boldness and a faith to step out and walk on these things despite what anybody else says. Because you never know who listened if it just changed one person's mindset. Mm -hmm. And that's really what Faith Works is about. It was born in the federal prison system of of me wanting to come home and say, you know, I let everybody down. Mm -hmm. I let my family down. I want to go out. I know what my walk's going to be because I take instruction well. I knew you messed up. I'm not going to go back out there and mess up again Mm. in that manner to where I'm taken away from society and my family as if I was help. You know, the enemy had me thinking I was helping people.
3: Mm -hmm. And I
2: was helping people in that manner that you touched on earlier with uh, finances and gifts. Where was the love? Mm -hmm. Where was the common sense Mm -hmm. that I could have got killed, Mm -hmm. let alone life in prison mm-hmm. and it was only by the grace of god that i did not i got 10 years first time non-violent offender 10 years off the rip went to trial had to fight my case because the the the, the um the uh state didn't they they i got told on so they didn't believe anything i said. right the individual okay. that told on me they were like he gave us so so much information on you that if we flip you mm-hmm. we're going to be good that wasn't going to happen but it, you know again that's 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 that those Sunday school teaching and those instructions that I made my bed I gotta land I gotta hold fast I'm not bringing nobody else into mm-hmm. what I did mm-hmm. but by the grace of God I got my mind right and got my heart right and my spirit right in the junk, because God didn't put me there. Mm-hmm. He, put, he took his hands off me and allowed me to basically save my life, allowed mm-hmm. me to go in there. Because mm-hmm. the things that happened while I was in there, the individuals that got killed or the individuals got, that got life sentences that I was in there, that I was they right hand. Mm-hmm. I would have been right there,
0: Miguel. Oh yeah. Sometimes the things we go through, you know, it looks very bad at that time, but it really is protection from God. Come He's protecting now. you Come from on. something bigger. Come on, you now. know, or you'd be able to lose your life in it. And I say that all the time, even in my situation. I said, you know, God was with me in, through all of that. And yep. but He still gave me the free will. And like I grew up in a church and all of those things as a young girl and it mm-hmm. was important be- because I remembered those things.
2: It is. That's, I remember that's those things, that's and when I right needed to call truth. on
0: God, I knew how to do it, that's the and truth I trusted
2: right Him. That's it, right there, Mignon. When I when I got snatched up, I got snatched up from a lunch, a, a going to lunch at work. I got snatched up from my job. Never went. That's a whole another testimony. I'm back at the God, so awesome. I gotta share this. I work at the same place where I got snatched up by the FBI because God used me. Uh, he he allowed me to be the testimony mm. that he had he had purposed for me to be from the beginning. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's powerful. That, yeah, don't yeah, that don't happen. <laughs> that don't happen. That ain't nothing but God. That ain't nothing but God. And people used to ask me, Earl, how did you get back? And I used to tell them it was God. And, mm-hmm. and some people look at you sideways mm-hmm. like, what? No, 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 no. I know you used to work here. Who um looked out? 9-11 crushed all looking out. Mm-hmm. 9/11, 9 9 nine eleven the terrorist attacks crushed anybody getting in the government without fingerprints from the FBI, the whole nine the whole security the, the, the security business has tripled like tenfold mm-hmm. because of nine eleven. Mm-hmm. So my explanation to them was nobody could get me back. Mm-hmm. You had to get back mm-hmm. and get in the government. Before maybe somebody could say, hey, I got a position over here in this office. But everybody I reached out to, because I sure reached out to them when I came (laughs) home, they could not get me back. Mm -hmm. But people do not understand that. And it's people like us and all that you're doing that we have to share these testimonies. Yes. We have to share these things. I, I just just you just encouraged me so much. Just sitting here listening and it was confirmation that I need to write this book that I've been procrastinating since I've been home to write about these instructions. Absolutely, you need it because you know,
0: it's so many people that's attached to you and your story. It's so many people. Like so many brothers who are struggling with that whole, in that life, going to prison and then come out and do the same same thing thing. again.
2: You too. (laughs) Uh, uh, thinking they're going to get I a different outcome, but thinking yeah, 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 that they're yeah, going to yeah.
0: get a different outcome, though. Yeah,
2: yeah. exactly. And that's one of the biggest deceptions from the deceiver.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and I don't mind. I used to be uh, somewhat ashamed, let's say, to even address these things in a spiritual sense. Mm-hmm. Because people, like you like you said, there was a time where people just, you know, they shunned that. Oh, here comes Slim talking about oh, God and all this whole nonsense.
0: God this, God that. But
2: they, when you've been through something. Mm. You don't care. Mm-mm. Well, some, some people have been through things and still won't give God the credit. Mm-hmm. But it's people like us. Again, the church. People don't understand. We talk about the church, mm-hmm. the body of Christ, mm-hmm. that we got to stand up and give our testimony because it's real. And if you got the love of Christ and you want it for everybody else, mm-hmm. it's just the fire in you mm-hmm. that you want. I love you. Not only because we go back. And it's out of love for your family and the whole nine. But being a woman of God, it's nothing more powerful, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. in this universe that God created. And we're talking about truth.
3: Mm-hmm. The
2: King James Version say the truth shall make you free. Yes. You got a lot of translations that say shall set you free. King James say will make you free. Mm-hmm. Just like King James Version say, faith of a grain of mustard seed. Yes. God is so powerful that it's people that will say, well, God, I ain't got a mustard seed faith. The truth says, faith of a grain of mustard seed. Mustard seed, the smallest seed on earth. You gotta smash that thing and, and pick a grain out. And God is saying, if you got that much faith, wow. I do I move mountains for you.
0: And that's powerful. Because I remember one time at church where I actually literally had to hold a mustard seed in wow. my hand and to see how small real, it, it was. Real, I was like, Oh, if I ain't got this Come much on, faith, man. I don't know on, what.
2: Man. It's amazing, ain't it? But this is is what I'm talking about when we're saying these instructions and understanding the word, like what's really going on that will help to get you through. Because when I came home, I got turned down several times. Thank God. I, God has just allowed me through faith. And he said, you be faithful with a little. I will bless you with a lot. There you go. Just staying focused and knowing that I'm not going back.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Put me on fries. Mm-hmm. I'll be the manager in six mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going back because. Just what we were just saying, touching on cats that have come out, done time, come out with some of the main cats complaining when we was in there together, come out and say they can't work for minimum wage, mm-hmm. bruh. I can't speak for the state, but in the feds, because that's where I did nine years, bruh. We were just working for twelve cent an hour. Hmm. You, I'm trying to understand how you, how can you work for? minimum wage because you was just working but in minimum prison want to get on every detail <laughs> exactly. they,
0: they want to get on every detail exactly. in jail
2: exactly
0: working but then don't want to work when they. i never understood
2: it and I thank god i never understood it because i i had to stay focused on what i had to do i had to when it was no car when it was catching the bus and, and trying and to beat that curfew up hope village I had to do that see we get caught up in the, what i try to share with anybody that listen but especially the youngest do not get caught up in what you think other people think. Right. Oh, come on. Because they're not going to do that time. Mm-hmm. The, the, the feds don't be like, okay, E, you do 10 years mm-hmm. and you do 12 because y'all got 22. Mm-hmm. No, it don't work like that. You got to do your time and I got to do mine or this one or that one. You, you don't get caught up in the, 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 the so-called peer pressure because when it come down to it, the, pre- the pressure is going to be on you because when you look around, your so-called man's in them as the youngest say my little nephew and them talk about. And none of them gonna be around. Mm-hmm. Because when the rubber meets the road and that time get the flying, cats ain't you really see what you made up. I, I, I was able to see what I was made of. Mm-hmm. You said something so powerful, about things coming back to you. When I was in solitary confinement before I got classified in the feds, and they closed. That sale, Mm -hmm. every right thing somebody told me, scriptures and all, came back to Mm. me. Every right thing. Mm.
0: And I tell people that I use that that piece right there. And when I go out and talk to people with me having to deal with the whole court system and everything and what I've been through, I said, let me tell you something. You better learn how to control your anger and your thoughts. Because if you act out of anger and you harm somebody, when you get in that little cell room, yeah. your mind going to give you a million and two ways that you could have did it differently. <laughs> Good mercy, yes and so indeed. you got to think about that. Yes, if indeed. that's going to happen, yes, then indeed. I need to get control of that
2: beforehand. Beforehand, beforehand. Be
0: proactive yeah. instead of reactive.
2: Exactly. And it comes with these instructions we talking about. Sit down. Excuse me. Sit down. If you don't know, ask somebody. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you having problems reading or you can't read, ask somebody. We got to stop being ashamed of stuff. Oh,
0: yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's killing us.
2: It's killing us. There's so many cats in the junk that feel a certain way because they feel a little inferior because they either have problems reading or can't read. Mm -hmm. But, again, I can only speak for the feds. I didn't do state time. They make you go to that GED class to get your D- GED if you want to make more than $5 a month mm-hmm. in the joint, because the feds work you. Mm-hmm. Unless you're physically unable, you get a job in the feds. Mm-hmm. So all that you, and you ain't working and you coming out here and I ain't doing this and then that, you was doing it in there for that man. Mm hmm. Mm
0: hmm. I'm
2: going to say that again. Yet, you was doing but, it in but there. Yet,
0: but yet, when they come out, they don't want to do it like for their family, for their children.
2: Unbelievable.
0: For their children.
2: It's a backwards mindset. It is, because I
0: grew up like that because my dad was in and out of jail. Mm. So I I, I was the child of an incarcerated parent and and how that worked in going to family day and going to Lorton and visit. I didn't Mm -hmm. like it. Mm -hmm. Even so much that when I grew up, if you was a type of dude that was into the street like McKeon, right. I'm like, I ain't talking to yeah. him because I ain't going to no jail. There. And he ain't calling me collect. That was like one of my pet peeves. Yeah. I'm like, I knew right off the bat, no, you ain't my type. There it is.
2: There it is. That's real. You ain't real. my type. That That is so powerful that you had that mindset from what you had sold because so many don't. And they mm-hmm. think it's something that is not. Mm-hmm. And again, it all comes back to spirituality and the truth as far as understanding what's really going on, because it's all lies and deception from the devil. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it's that's what it is. And it's it's people like us, movements like ours that we got to keep pushing is interesting because God will continue to exalt what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here. I just said it was just amazing that, you know, how God has taken and used you through everything to make it so powerful because you ain't say much Mm -hmm. you would take everything in though Mm -hmm. and like i said you had no problem with Joan. you would you look around wondering why everybody laughing, and be and just joned on you and you don't (laughs) want to know what just happened (laughs) but my point is your speaking your speaking voice your um... uh... the power in it and that's just the god in you Mm -hmm. that's just like wow it's just moved me I've 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 spoken rikers island i've seen a many and seen and heard of many speakers it's powerful And I just want to encourage you mm-hmm. you know you had me on to share and it's just blowing my mind because the power of God is in here and on you mm-hmm. to continue to do what you do and help some people men and women mm-hmm. through this abuse domestic and the whole now just because it's one of the many things in our community that's killing us like mm-hmm. you said we need to stop killing us, first of all. Yes. And then these, all of these outside forces that we allow in, mm-hmm. we need to stop killing ourselves mm-hmm. and killing each other. We're the most
0: powerful race on earth. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. It's known throughout the world. Every race knows we're the most powerful race on the earth, but we don't act we that don't way. We don't know it. Exactly, we, we don't, don't know it. We
0: don't know it. We don't
2: know it. I'd rather run you over to get to the last pair of Jordans. Oh, my goodness
0: absolutely blows my mind so that's why i'm so that's why i'm so amazed because i watch everything that you're doing on social media and i see you and all these men and that's it just brings tears to my yeah, eyes yeah, to see yeah, yeah. All these black men coming together to say, you know what, we're going to step up in our communities. If we got to get out here and talk to these young brothers on the porn and things like that, that's what we're going to do. And that's even how my movement is. I had to say to myself, you know, because I had to be very vulnerable and transparent. And a lot of times when I go and speak, I still get the look of, you know, when you're speaking, you get to see people's reaction. And people looking at me like they want to say, oh, you were so stupid. I even had people tell me. Dad, you was real stupid. And I go, I agree right with them. I used to be.
2: That's right. That's right.
0: Because I didn't know any better. You
2: ain't know no better. But the blessing is, it's individuals out there that has that same mindset of you. It's it's not knowing. And ignorance is not, the meaning of ignorance is not knowing. Yeah. It's like some people are, they need to hear your story. Mm -hmm. Because some people are. A little further along than others in everything, mm-hmm. be it, you know, jobs, education, athletics. But the for the individual that just does not know, mm-hmm. they need to hear your story. And that's the, the most powerful testimony because you talk about, I tell people all the time, I'm a root cause person. We won't extract anything or get anywhere if we don't get to that root. That's it. And you're covering, okay, we starting right here at the root. So you're going to cover all the rest of the gamut because... Mm-hmm. Everybody else falls in underneath that. Mm-hmm. You ain't know, you ain't know. Mm-hmm. It's so many that don't know, and those that don't know are the ones that ain't saying nothing. That's right. It's Sadly, those are the ones that stand, like you said. Those are the ones that, you know, um, they're living a lie, and I'm talking about it don't matter your class. It sure don't. You know what know
0: I'm saying? I, I, I meet plenty of, um, I have met first ladies who have been beaten up in mm. the to study mm. in the church. Um, and, and, and you know, I, I've, I've seen all walks of life, mm-hmm. doctors and lawyers mm-hmm. and all types of people, millionaires to come the ones that make $20,000 a year. Mm-hmm. There is domestic violence have no respect of person.
3: None. None.
0: It will come and knock on all. each and every one of our doors. And if we don't know how to combat that. Come on now. You will be a victim of that, and people always say, "Well, if 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 that was me, I would be this, I would be that." No, because it's all—it's about it's a victim mentality. Yes. It, it, it deals with your brain. Things psychologically starts going on yeah. where your brain is producing different chemicals yeah. when you're in those states. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I try to get people stop being so judgmental yeah, and yeah, harsh.
2: Yeah. Exactly. When
0: this is when when this to to tackle this epidemic and hand because it, it's a, it's 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 globally, yeah. it's gonna take love
2: exactly to
0: change it. Across that's the board. it, and that's all. That's it. Love is the foundation to change all of it.
2: It conquers all, and you can't say what you would do in a situation you've that never you ain't been in. in. It's easy to sit on the sideline and say he or she should have did A, B, C, or D because you're not in it. Mm-hmm. You want to, you you at the boxing match. Hauling all type of instructions that somebody should do, mm-hmm. but you ain't took one punch. None. Mike Tyson say everybody got a plan till they get hit. That's
0: why. <laughs> yes, Mike. Everybody got plan till they get. Hit. It's real. You might stand here and hold your jaw. What? You don't know. You may run. You may fall out. You don't know. You what just
2: you don't do. know. You cannot. <laughs> me sitting here, eleven years removed, this December, praise God, mm. from my from my Fed case. It's two, three of my buddies that say, that's that's facing life right now that I easily with the bills I had, and this is the faith piece. This is that love piece. This is that 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 patience, that peace that surpasses all understanding. That know that I can't go back to that nonsense. We all know right from wrong when we're talking about you know uh, at least grown ups or young adults. Mm-hmm. People want to you know dance around that. We know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. You know we might not know everything. But we know right from wrong i just knew me young. i couldn't go back but like you stated earlier it's cats that i know that i was in with that i came home before or came home after that i'm back in that situation mm-hmm. and if you if me having the foundation that i have thank god and through faith when the temptations came i had to turn away from everything that i knew wasn't gonna lead me to thank God where I am now, and I didn't even know where God was taking me. I just knew mm-hmm. I'm in the passenger seat. see God, you drive. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when I was driving, I crashed. That's
0: right. That's right. That is real right there. It's, that is real right there. Yeah. So if there's people out there who want to be a part of your movement out right. there, so tell us a little bit about what you and the brothers do once a month, how you go out into the
2: community. Right. Well, all summer, I was um, a part of group of men, like Miguel said, that just um, most of us have been in the the prison system. Mm -hmm. And what's going on in the street today, and I'm going to just speak for me, but a lot of cats will feel me when I used to say this. I partially blame myself because as a man, every male is not a man, as I know you know. Mm -hmm. Every male is not a man. Mm -hmm. But as a man, men respect men. Mm -hmm. Part of it is because men was gone not the ones that sadly got murdered in the street us that got jail time and we was we weren't here to help raise brothers sisters nephews sons daughters in in a way that men and women should be raised up Mm -hmm. so a lot of what's going on in our opinion is a lack of parenting, number one, mm-hmm. and a lack of really understanding what's really going on with the crack epidemic and the whole nine, and people not really, uh, you know, understanding the importance of raising children. If you got them, you need to raise them.
3: That's
2: right. So the, 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 the it was called 100 Men Monday, and it was um, my buddy Antoine Jones would always hope, uh, Frank Muhammad, the Muslim uh, brothers. Um, uh, it was another group... Um, Brothers Huddle with uh, Rodney, T- Black Pee Wee, as we called him, ran, ran away. But Rodney Tubbs was one of the guys who um, his son had got killed. And they just, it was time for a change, mm-hmm. for men to stand up, like you said, and come together. And I was just called to come and support and join that group. And every Monday throughout the entire summer, we came together in neighborhoods where there wasn't nobody going,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Nobody. Mm-hmm. And reached out to the individuals in the community, elders, the youngsters, or whoever's supposed to ran the spot, to say we wanna come in here. And you said to me, "Gyal, one of the one of the slogans was love coming through, mm-hmm. and it ain't nothing you could do about it. Mm-hmm. Love is coming through. We love you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you got something on your mind, you need to talk. There's men here that wanna talk. We fed. You know, you you, you definitely you." The Bible say don't be stupid. Don't mm-hmm. be a fool. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you, you can open up some doors with some fish sandwiches or sure some okay. food. You we know, what know what about saying? that feed, you know going out saying? feeding them. So yeah. we, we not only had a fish, you know, a fish fry, but feeding the community in a community walk to just go through and just share and say, it's cats that if you, if you think nobody don't care, we care. Mm-hmm. And we've been there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if, 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 and there's so many cats who, you know, forgive me for not, um, um, giving them a shout out but they know who they are mm-hmm. it was oh, well over four five hundred years in conservation with the cast that was coming out because mm. most of us was already in wow and that's what it's about, and it's really get just getting started because the same neighborhood as we went through, we want to go back and educate, because it ain't just about coming through. Right. It's about what you need. Right.
0: And that's the thing, because I also had a partner. Um, they call him Cousin Wayne. He be mm. out there, and he works with the Office of Safety and Neighborhood Engagement. Okay. And he goes out and he do pop up feedings into the neighborhood. And I asked him. He came on the show, and okay. I asked him. I said, What are they saying that they need? Right. Because People are not just out there to be out there. Right. It's a need. Right. He said, so right. what are they, I said, so what are they saying? And he said, you know what? He said, the most thing, he said, they out there just trying to eat.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: He said, they don't even have food. They got to feed sisters and brothers and children. Right. They don't even have food to eat. Right. So we started doing these pop-ups, and man, that was amazing. So yeah. whatever you got to do to be able to bridge the gap. Exactly. Because a lot of them feel as though they don't have anybody. They come exactly. from um, homes that's very disruptive. Exactly. They don't feel as though nobody loves them right. or appreciate them. And a lot of times, they just want to listen ear. Exactly. Somebody to listen to my problem for once.
2: For once. You exactly. know, listen to me. So exactly. that's amazing yeah. what
0: you're doing. I am so proud of your brand. It. It's
2: a blessing. Thank you so Our much.
0: Our show is only a hour we yeah, get to yeah, talk yeah. and it be so <laughs> yeah, much yeah, yeah, but yeah. you won't have to come back on here because yeah, yeah, you also be i seen your first you was preaching yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah, yeah. a powerful a message word.
2: it's what we do it's 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 what we do that's your ministry mm-hmm. this is our ministry and my pastor shout out to st paul christian community church 414 tennessee avenue northeast <laughs> gotta say come, got on to, through. come on through what got time to is sunday that? service sunday service at 10 o'clock 10 come to 11 30 on but the pastor says if you have children or around children. you a preacher. Mm-hmm. You should be pouring something into them as an adult. Yeah, That's right. That's right. You know what I'm
0: saying? So before we go, I want you to tell everybody how they can get in contact with you. How can they um, purchase this amazing right. gear?
2: Right. Faithwillwork.com is my website. It should be up as of today. Faithwillwork.com. And um, you can just reach out to me and... Um, I do custom stuff, and by the grace of God, I got to share this testimony. I don't draw all my designs; come through, through through the grace of God. I sit down with people that are that are artistically inclined. But FaithWillWork.com, um, you can email me uh, info at FaithWillWork.com and just you know request a gear or just share you know testimonial. You know just 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 give me some ideas because I'm just starting out, and it's a blessing. It is a blessing,
0: guys. Definitely support him. He is doing amazing stuff follow him, purchase his um, gear, it is beautiful and guys you know you can always follow me on Instagram and Facebook at MBA Speaks And also, you can check out my website at mbaspeaks.com. And guys, don't forget, go and purchase those tickets for November the 9th, the Mother and Daughter Brunch. We would love to have all the mothers and daughters there. Brothers, you listening, buy your wife, your daughters, nieces, aunts, whoever. Buy everybody a ticket. Get them there in that room so they can get this powerful information. So, guys, thank you again for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. And we will see you back here next week with another amazing guest. Thank you, God bless, and have a great night.